Good morning, BML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious here, and we have the breakfast show for you. I have my breakfast crew with me. I have my boy, D Lloyd, in the building. D Lloyd, say what's up to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fam? We are almost a quarter of the way done. Um, once we advance tonight, we'll be a quarter of the way through the season. So it's moving. Oh, yeah, the season's <laughs> moving right along. Uh, speaking of moving right along, we got our other uh, co host guest. D Lloyd says he's the guest, he says he's a co host. <laughs> Honestly, I think he says he's the main host. I, I think oh. he thinks he's the main host. Uh, others so, believe that I'm the voice of PML. <laughs> he, is, he is the voice of, of PML. He is the savior, the lord and savior of PML. Uh, we got a, a boy HD in the building. HD, say hi, people, like you usually do. Hello, people. There we go. Perfect. HD's beautiful intro, as you know. Um, very lackluster, kind of like my game yesterday against the Rams. We will tackle that first because Actually, usually when we tackle we other in, things, what I do you want to, to talk I, about? I just remembered something. Deloitte's a commissioner now. We need to get his thoughts and his opinions on his new job. No. Uh, well, did I we mean... do it? Do it did, oh, me and Deloitte talked about it off air. Unless you did. So, yeah. yeah I've so been, let's let the I've people been... hear what he's got going on. I mean, I'm I'm new here still. Um, yeah, you gotta give so, it some time. I mean, all I've done so far is attribute upgrades. Have I? Oh yeah, I muted you, HD. Oh, so you know, I see oh, that. I, I, see. I allowed. <laughs> I allowed Deloitte and Q to both mute me for their first. No, games. I muted you in in oh, your yeah, game yesterday. Yeah, Dude, muted you in your game. Focus up like I wasn't done by three scores. So, so, so it, those are the ones that piss me off the most. Like, I get muting me during the game, but, like, if I'm already losing by three, like, the game's over. There's like the four funny part left. was, I said, like, focus on the comeback. Then he on de- the, what comeback? Then he DMs me, says, what comeback? And then I look yeah. at the screen, and he gives up a touchdown. <laughs> I was like, whoop. Yeah, I guess I'll just let this five minutes ride. <laughs> that is great. Um, yeah, so I think with the commissioner stuff, you got to wait a little bit before. you got to see. The commissioner stuff is only going to be as good as your team is. It's a team sport when it comes to the commissioner stuff. So it's only going to be as, you know, lovely or as treacherous. We've been nailing those attribute requests. I'm sure everyone appreciates that because that last group was fucking garbage. And we're not going to slander slander any any form of commissioner. Yeah, we're not going to do that, HD. But Listen, toxic man. Star stunk. What? Trash is doing hey, he's my guy. <laughs> he's also my guy, but he's still there. Um, uh, Mally stunk too as a commissioner. He stinks in the NFC just... West, and he stunk as stunk as a commissioner. <laughs> okay, well, as attribute request wise, I think that whole group was very lacking. So you you I'm actually sure. you, guys, you guys are making my uh, co-hosting duties hard. I'm trying to come back. To <laughs> He's trying to say positive. Listen, I'm trying to stay positive. positive here. How are we starting off the morning negative? Like, what is going this on? Is with, with this, is why, this is why uh, Deloitte 
goes out of his way to try to make sure A Rod's around. It's like this is way too much negativity for me. I need A Rod here. Just a little more positivity in the room. Who would have thought a video game will spur so much negativity, man? So let's just stay positive, man. It's it's a game, guys. Supposed to have fun. Are you not having fun? fun. No, no, I'm not. No, we all have fun. Just because you guys like shitting on people constantly does not mean that it's fun for everybody else. <laughs> we could all, I mean, not everybody could have fun when you know they don't don't all get to be the the bucks with uh, all those weapons hey, they have over hey. there. Not everybody the can. But hey, that 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 was that was earned. You see how bad I got <laughs> five seasons last year. <laughs> so listen, you got the bucks. You got a commissioner spot. So it's like, how, how often did you blow JT? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We're not a First of all, <laughs> like that. we are not going to slander deal. Just like because. That. But your, listen, but your gameplay right is great. But, but your gameplay is great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, draw, I'm anyway. drawing that line right there. Just because I'm not a dick to everybody. Uh, listen, you, right you, you have to slander him. And then HD was the him. first person I did not like. In, oh, uh, and it, it's staying true. It's staying true right now. Well, Look, no, because I, I came I in. I, I came in. I immediately lost my first game to Ant. <laughs> <laughs> that was my welcome to the PML moment. And then HD did not let me forget it from there on out. Then he beat me for like four straight games. <laughs> and he was making his famous, uh, his famous, you know, photoshopped <laughs> images. So. <laughs> yeah. That was my first uh, PML rival, I guess we will say. I don't know if it was a rivalry because I only won like one or two. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. But oh my gosh, here we I go. I bet you've been in the playoffs and have more uh, championship appearances than him. I do. I do. Um, maybe. I think I've been so. A, I think you do. I went. I went to the playoffs pretty often in PML my team. No, yeah, I was. No, you know, yeah, no, you didn't. I think you showed up, think you showed up halfway through and you went twice. I went you. I, I think you went two three. for three. I think you were here for three seasons yeah, in nineteen. Three. I went. I went eleven and three twice. Yeah, you went two for three in nineteen, and then I don't know what happened. I got, so basically, I you're saying you're too good for the Browns next season. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my record. That's my got record. It. He, he is gonna years. be. He is gonna be the Lions next. <laughs> I I can't wait for it. Uh, but when it comes to the commissioner stuff, uh, this group seems like the best group we've had so far. That's no shy anybody else. Uh, it just seems I wouldn't like say that. The yet. best. I think. Listen, I think. So here's just my knowing these I don't. People, I don't know I who Shades is, but you must not have liked. Uh, the, oh, Shades! Shades, <laughs> Shades could not play the game. Shades did not no content. Shades was a commissioner and did nothing. JT, I think JT's gone away from it. But originally, when JT was getting commissioners, besides myself, like we we talked about it, he was trying to get commissioners that uh, get people that as commissioners that weren't really into the league too much yet. He was trying to draw that out of him with by giving them a commissioner and have him do a tribute request and stuff like that to try to get. Him to you know warm up in the league a little more, like that's what his original plan was. I think now he's gone away from that. Z Star is one of them. I know Z Star was in a 
in a league with JT prior. So I think that also had something to do with it. Z-Star was one. Mally, I think, is somebody I vouched for because at the time, Mally was doing a lot of content. Mally kind of fell off when it came to I mean, the commissioner stuff. He's still doing content as the show. Yeah, yeah. It, I think he kind of fell off when it came to the commissioner stuff. You mean natural um, as a show. Okay, yeah. guys. I'm trying to stay positive here. Come on. <laughs> stay positive. Um, Mike, uh, Mike, somebody I vouched for. I thought he would be great. And so far, he's been great. Uh, I vouched for you and Goose. Um, and I, I talked about this off the air. I vouched for you and Goose. Um, I was on the fence about uh, Fallen in Q. That's, that's exactly no, what I was gonna say. That, that was no no. That's no shot at them either. That's just that's just. I um, will say this: like they, they have stepped. Like I don't obviously, I don't know like passive, but like from the week we've been in here, <laughs> they yeah. have done a lot. Yeah, so, and I'm not. Nothing was yeah. for, for Q. Q is just the if it, him and Chad is just him. He's and like if you know him from like PM on like nineteen and twenty. You're kind of like, eh, because like, he's super forgetful. He's always high. He's always forgetting stuff. So it's just like, you're like, eh, is that someone you really want to put in charge? You know, what if he does this or that? You know, makes a mistake. Yeah, you got to hold. Fallen doesn't have, in my opinion, I don't think he has many allies in PMO as it is. So I'm actually kind of surprised he got it. And it's just like, he's kind of a petty person as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you, you would think like, oh, well, if you did something to Fallen, then like, he would just be petty and like, give you the chef treatment or something like that. Mm-hmm. So those two, I was definitely up in the air about, but obviously Deloitte and Goose, if, I've always felt were if okay. If Q ever gets tired, we just give him the gas station pouches. Yeah. The honey pouches we talking about. Pep him right up. Be good to go. All the attribute upgrades are going to be done. But, you know, Fallen and Q, like I... When you think about a commissioner, you gotta obviously hold them to a higher standard. You gotta uh, also think about can this person separate personal stuff from the league stuff, um, stuff like that. And I know I wanted to say because I would abuse the shit out of a mute button just for just to be a <laughs> troll. Like I was a troll as a commissioner. I'm, I, I don't think having a troll as a commissioner is a great thing. I I don't think it was good for anybody. Um, but you know, having being able to separate yourself from the league, uh, you know, from league stuff is one of the main things, and you got to hold yourself to a higher, higher standard. So I, I like the new commissioner group. I think it's going to be great. I, you know, we've got people that uh, spend a lot of hours on the game um, and love PML for what PML is. So that's why I think it's going to be a good group moving forward. Now, stepping away from the commissioner stuff, we're going to talk about the games that were played. Um, yesterday mm-hmm. I had my game played against the Rams, and as you know, go? I had I had a blowout <laughs> in chat. Um, so I'm a, I'm gonna run it down real quick. You know, first first quarter, I go up. It's seven seven nothing. He gets three points, seven three. Blah blah blah. I'm up fourteen six, and I'm driving with under two minutes to go, fourteen six. So first play I run is a – I forget what I ran, but I gained about eight yards, maybe nine. Then I run a screen, and obviously I'm not really paying attention. I run a screen. Uh, it's under two minutes, so the clock's running. I run a screen. I don't get the first down. It's third and one. I'm like, all right, uh, since I'm a dumbass and not paying attention, let's spike the ball here. So I go up, and I spike the ball. And I'm like – I look up at the, the scoreboard, and I'm like – Oh, 
Yeah, not a good idea. Did so you I'm have like, you know what? I had one timeout remaining. It was like 30 seconds left, and I want, I kind of wanted to save that timeout for later okay. on. So that's that's kind of where I was, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a fucking moron for not knowing my down, uh, you know what down it is, how much time, like down not being space. aware of this, not being aware of my situation at all. So it's a fourth and one, and I'm like, listen. I don't think Mike Mike could stop me. Blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't know if Mike's gonna stop me, but and he took away my first read. I ran like a so I came up to the line, I'm like, I could get my running back on a flat because he's been dropping everybody in the zone all game. He's been running cover three most of the game. I'm like, I could get somebody in the flat easy. And then you know when you start overthinking like maybe this is the one time he runs hard flats because he knows I'm trying to get that first down. But then if you think about it, it's the second quarter. Uh I'm out of field goal range. I know I'm going for a fourth and one. You, you're kind of protecting the house. You, even though it's a fourth and one, you kind of don't want me to beat you over, over the top and, you know, get more yardage than, you know, one yard to get the first down. So, lo and behold, he doesn't cover that running back, but I already took that running back out of my, my, my view. I was like, oh, I'm going to look at my tight end over the middle. He took that away, and then I was like, oh, let me throw it over at triangle for no fucking reason. So I throw it at triangle. Didn't know Jalen Ramsey was the corner on that side because he doesn't have a superstar X factor. He doesn't have a superstar. So I did not see that on his feet. So then I see the name light up, Ramsey, as he picks the ball off and takes it down inside the five. I end up tackling him. But he takes it down inside the five. And I'm like, wow, am I fucking stupid. Um, At that point, I should have, like, I honestly should have went with my first read, but at that point, I should have just punted it because he was just getting field goals. I mean, he was moving the ball, but he wasn't able to get it into the end zone. I should have just gave him, you know, gave him the ball back. I know he's getting the ball back at half, but he's got 20 seconds. I don't fear his offense that much, so I wasn't worried. So I wasn't worried uh, in that situation. Um, so that happens. He goes down to the five. He ends up scoring. So I'm like, all right, it's 14-13 now. We're going into half. Um, it was a another play. I'm trying to remember, but he ends up scoring after half. Um, I'm trying to remember the whole game, but I think that whole situation towards the end of the second quarter that swung everything completely in the other way. Like a whole momentum shift went towards you know uh, Mike D and the Rams. Like it gave him confidence personally, and it also you know, swung a little bit of momentum, momentum towards the Rams because I was legit in control of that game uh, throughout the first two quarters. And if I would have, you know, been aware of that situation, got the first down, drived, maybe kicked, maybe only got a field goal out of it, but then I'm going into half 17-6 uh, instead of 14-13. to 13. I kind of gave him a way back into the game. And then there was a couple plays in the third quarter. Like, he his league kind of stretched out. I read, uh, it was like a levels concept. He ran a, a small end. I followed that small end, but then I noticed the guy coming off the backside on an end. And then I went over to that guy, and he threw it at that guy. But my guy is facing my fucking end zone with his back towards the quarterback. And I'm like, well, fuck me, huh? I read that, but I'm not in position to make the make the interception. Not only that, after that happens, I put my head to the sky like, what the fuck just happened? 
and he is taking it in for six and going up by three scores. And I'm like, yeah, I just fucked myself even more by, you know. myself than I was at Mike D. He played a good game. He did what he needed to do. I was mad at myself for giving him the game. He he played exactly how we needed to play to win. He made minimal minimal mistakes. He took what he could get. He took the field goals when they were there. He took the points as he got them. He made no errors, no uh, over-adjustments, no overthinking. I pretty much did all that myself. He just waited for that moment, capitalized on it, and that's pretty much how he won that game. Is he waited until I pulled a net to win that game. Well, I think um, like a lot of people sleep on the NFC West. I feel like you guys within the, your own division sleep on each other, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I feel, yeah, like I feel like I don't, Mike so, D's been playing yeah, pretty good football this season. Um, obviously, he will make mistakes that will end up costing him the game. Mm-hmm. But he's he's been playing a lot better this year than, than last mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Um, I feel like just that stigma probably allows you to be comfortable going into the game. Where you're playing, yeah. oh, I could get away with this. I could get away with that. And then yeah. it came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that fourth and one situation. Um, originally, it's a, it's a bonehead move. Just not knowing the down and distance. I should have just ran no huddle and tried to call a play. And then made or even called my timeout and, you know, played for the sidelines after. But not knowing that situation was a bonehead move, but then not respecting Mike D enough to. I mean, I had my original read. It's not like. Like I made the worst read I can make in that situation, and I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I overthought into that situation that he was going to have a hard flat there and I wasn't going to be able to throw it there. Like, I even took a screenshot and circled it and put it in chat. I'm like, he was wide open. The guy I originally wanted to go to, to, but overthought it going going to somebody else. So, that was that whole situation. Um, And like you said, I think, you know, going into the Rams, against the Rams, I don't think anybody in the NFC West has lost to the Rams yet. So, I was a little too comfortable in that situation. Um, I definitely don't think, um, you know, I don't sleep on Goose. I don't sleep on uh, Mally here and there. I might sleep on Mally a little bit. I don't, I kind of feel like he'll he'll hurt himself more than Goose will. Goose is a very smart and very patient guy. So that's why he always gives me trouble. So I, I definitely don't sleep against Goose. Mally here and there, I will. Uh, depends if he's, you know, he's been, it depends on his recent games. Like if he's on a hot streak, then I'm like, all right, I got to worry about Mally. But if he's not, I'm kind of like, you know, going in comfortable. Mike D is another one. Um, but other than that, um, I don't sleep on Goose. I, I really, I rarely sleep on an opponent unless it's the Chiefs. I've done that against the Chiefs. Kind of had that feeling against FK. Um, definitely had that feeling against Cammy. Um, but, you know, other than that, everybody else, if it's 50-50, like if I feel it's like a 50-50, I don't really sleep on him. Um, and, you know, it hurt me in that game because I kind of slept on Mike D a little bit, and he played a great game, st- stood patient, made sure he didn't make crazy mistakes, and, you know, he came out with the win. 
that his first one? Uh, on this season, I think so. I th- I think he's been in games, but he hasn't been able to yeah, win. I was going to say, when I, I him week two, one, yeah. when I played him week two, I <clears throat> obviously we were all like, oh, it's the Rams, you know, and then he ended up taking me down to the wire. But, you know, I got a great defensive tackle that gets interceptions. So Yeah, if, uh, to be honest, if I, I didn't, I feel like if I didn't do that towards the end of the second half, I would have ran away with the game because – as you know, um, say you go you go into half down. Let's say you go into half down seventeen six or fourteen six. Some people are a little less patient. Like you could kind of catch some people starting to force stuff in the third, third quarter when they don't have to. Like there's a lot of coaches that overthink and think they have to start forcing things a lot earlier on than they really have to. Like, it's not the fourth quarter, it's the third quarter. But you're like, oh, PML games aren't that long. You know, 10-minute quarters, I, I kind of got to get something going. And then you could force them into mistakes. Um, so me giving him that confidence and that, uh, giving him, you know, setting him up to get 13 points and be 14-13 going into half when he gets, gets the ball, it kind of settles everything down for him. And it's like, hey, listen, this game is still in, you know, you don't have to worry too much. You could still play your game plan. You don't have to force anything. And you could tell by the end of the end of the game stats, it was uh, three touchdowns for Penix Jr. and our Penis Jr. and <laughs> uh, and no interceptions. So he was able to stay patient and be confident in his game plan. So you know that's that's the whole thing. I think that whole second half play, like especially, is what really gave that game away for me. Um, and I kind of scrambled after that, like him getting the ball at half. I started overthinking myself. And he called a lot of cover three. And I was like, I got to find a cover three beater. And it's like, no, just play a game plan. You don't have to go through the playbook and find something that beats a cover three um, specifically and stuff like that. But that was pretty much what happened in that game. Um, and I don't know if you guys watched any other games or had any other games you wanted to uh, talk about. But there's that's a game and uh, the Eagles got it, shit on. Yeah, the Eagles lost. I wanted to talk about the Steelers and um, Pats. Rematch? Mm-hmm. Because I, I thought that was see. interesting because that was a, it was a one-score game the first time, right, with the Steelers really having a chance to take the lead, and we'll see if they would have finished out the last three minutes and won or not. But they, they were in the game. The first time there's a disconnect from the Steelers. Uh, what do you guys think about the decision from drama to run it back from the top as opposed to recreating those final three minutes? I want to know who who decided or who suggested that they run it back from the top. I think he did. Well, if he did, then he's ridiculously. <laughs> Especially I think, yeah, if you're an against I, an opponent like natural, like you you just gotta take your shot at one at three minutes and see what you can do. So here's his here's the personal aspect compared to the professional aspect, separate separating your personal beef from your you know, what's what's good for you. And that's what happened there is personally he's like, I ain't gonna be no bitch and you know, take my points against natural. Because I talk all this shit about natural, I could I could beat natural. I ain't scared of natural. Blah blah blah. That's his ego and his personal beef with natural taking over instead mm-hmm. of taking the sure thing and 
as they would say in, in chat, securing the bag. He he dropped the bag. He, he I think dropped that's the bag. One hundred percent what happened. And what's funny is it was how many people telling him before just recreate it, dude. Just recreate, yeah, recreate. Yeah, we yeah, told yeah. him and then show you yeah. like just recreate it. He was like, no, because I'm a I'm a runner from the top. And Goose yeah. said, if I come back and turn this on, and he's losing by fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Because we know, we know, we know. No matter what you know is said by the Pats, they're gonna watch the film. They're gonna come back, see what happened, see what you know Steelers were doing, and they're gonna make adjustments for the you know mm-hmm. to run it back. So whatever you were doing the first time isn't gonna work the second time. And he, so I, you were better off just giving yourself one possession and seeing exactly. if you know you you can score. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is too. I naturally even have to watch film. He, he, he's one of those guys like you, you take mental notes during the game. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of those guys. He's a, he's a good football mind. He'll take mental notes uh, during the game and really get an idea of what you're doing. He is not going to come back with the same game plan. in, in the second game, he's going to come back with a game plan. That's going to stop your game plan. And then you're going to be scrambling. If you try to come back with the same game plan. Now, here's the thing about drama. Is he somebody that could execute multiple different game plans? Or is he somebody that has to stick to what he does or that original game plan to be successful? Now, did he try to switch up his game plan or do something different and it came to, you know, bite him in the ass because he couldn't execute it? Or was it just the same old game plan that he had in the original game, but Natural had the adjustments waiting for him because he already knew what was coming uh, in that second game? So it was like a. A catch twenty two for for I drama think, and that. I think it's just a classic thing of when it comes to just talent. We all look at that as one of the best guys. He's top mm-hmm. two, top three, you know, in in mm-hmm. the league, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to talent and you're playing somebody that's outmatching you talent wise in the game, no matter you could come up with a great game plan and basically you your idea is to try to limit the amount of chances the other team has to showcase that talent, right? You need to limit that. When you run it back from the top, you're allowing more opportunities for him to show why we all consider him an S-tier coach. Like, Yeah, exactly. Like, you could control the clock for so long, and you just hope you could do it for, you know, the, a whole game so you could try to win, you know what I mean, or limit those opportunities. And and he had it the first time, right? Uh, Nat didn't play great, and I'm sure he will say that like, he didn't play great. That was your chance to catch him slipping. You know, you when you allow them yeah. to regroup and recover, it's almost like in boxing a fight and you got to do hurt. Sometimes you got to go for the knockout. You can't <laughs> allow him to regroup, yeah. sit back exactly. in the corner, figure it out, and then come back and show why he's better. You know, and I think that this was a classic example of that situation. Yep, exactly. I just think it's funny because we all told him. Yeah. <laughs> but we you all know, drama his personal beef with now he ain't gonna take that. And you he know, acting like know, he's acting like we weren't on his side. Like we were <laughs> we so, were looking so out for his best interest. So here's a here's the thing too. You, you if you're in drama shoes and you know all this shit you talk about now and you know how you, you get on that uh about you know his gameplay, stuff like that. Um now what 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 maybe in his head he was thinking, yo, if I do you know, run it back, you know, not run it back and, you know, leave where, uh, right. start where we left off. Is that mm-hmm. going to be calling me a bitch because I did that? 
I mean, now, if he lost, I... he will. But the thing is, like, you got him. And, and Drama talks about the mental warfare all the time, right? You have yeah. him now coming into a game knowing he has to make a stop. Or he loses if you're recreating. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you put him in a situation where he's not comfortable. You give him a fresh, you know, 40 minutes to figure this thing out. <laughs> That's yeah. a win for him. Because he, he had the pressure against him. The pressure wasn't on drama for the last three minutes. So we expected him to lose. Mm-hmm. So the pressure was on that to not lose to the guy who's been calling him out for forever. Since yeah, Madden, exactly. from what I know, since like Madden 13 days. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. <laughs> the pressure was on that. And you got rid of the pressure for your own ego. Exactly. Exactly. It was just a, like, like, like you said, uh, it's just an ego and you know, you know, a eh, he's gonna he's gonna play it off as I'm a competitor and stuff like that. It's a bonehead move and an ego move, kind of like my situation with the fourth one. It's a bonehead move and an ego yeah. move. So if I'm playing HD and HD's about to beat me, and he's like, "Hey man, we're gonna run him back from the top," I'm like, "Yes, yeah, let's yes, let's, exactly. <laughs> let's absolutely do that." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get to regroup and you know. You come out out of the yeah, gate, you're forgetting all the momentum and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Come out of the gate, maybe gain some momentum. Madden has a few things go my way, stuff like that. Like you're gonna give yeah, me a clean Nat generally makes good decisions, and we've seen him in that game not make good decisions, like kind of out of character. Mm-hmm. It's it's rare that you're gonna bet that that's gonna happen multiple times. I you know yeah, I mean? my PlayStation when that Harrison Smith fumble happened. <laughs> I told you we're running back from the top. We are, so, we're running so, from the top. <laughs> I so, was like, no, I'm about to get the ball at the 20 yard line. I'm gonna keep so, the field goal. It's gonna be game. <laughs> no, no, it's great. No, it's great about PML. We got like inside jokes. Like, so now when we say you pulled the Jags, it could either relate to you shit yourself or uh, you pulled the plug. And it, it, it yeah, the Jags the cycle just, just <laughs> they're just getting all types of memes, man. This is funny. The, the Jags was, are slowly becoming the Rams, like the Rams inside joke. Yeah. And now, like the Jags are kind of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but other than that, did the did the Jags play? Have, have they played yet? Like, what other games were on the slate? Yeah, the Jags. Uh, the Jags beat Carolina. I think that was two days ago, though. But they did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like forty-one to forty-four. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, close. Uh, it was a close game. Uh, what? Like I said, Dallas destroyed Philly. That's, I didn't watch it, but I seen the score. I seen the score, and I was like, "Wow!" Because Dallas has been trending down this this season. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if any, any of you guys watched that. <clears throat> I um, I kind of gave. Me and CEO yeah. are buddies, so I kind of gave uh, CEO the the scouting sheet. So. Oh, that way. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if it, it was, you know, because of that. Well, but I, I kind of gave him go to plays. I have the in laws here, so I haven't watched really any game, but I I did see the score and I was shocked. Um, not so much that the Cowboys won, but the margin. You know what I mean? Like usually they they compete better than that. So I'm just I'm. Counting it is just a one-time thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that definitely uh that shocked me. Um, I think that was I think that was most of the most of the main games though, I believe. I know what? um HD, when did when did you play? Yeah, that was two days ago. <laughs> that was what that was the was that the infamous A Rod game that we mm-hmm. talked about? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought we were on to next week. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was last week. No, it advances tonight. But so, uh, uh, we can move on to the uh, how we feel about the in-game dev stories. What, so what? What? So what has happened? Um, there, because Cookie Boy said that there is a bug when it comes to in-game dev stories, like what a specific right. So there's there's two there's two of them, right? So uh, Cookie Boy and the Lions, they had a player who was up for going from normal to star. Mm-hmm. Um, the game told him to get one plus, you know, interception, force fumble, TFL sack, or whatever. Uh, his player got one tackle for a loss, and it did not register. Now the question is, does do you need to get more than one, meaning two, or is one what you need to go from normal to star? It's I said think one plus. It said, so I think it's does that one. mean two? I think it's or does that mean ta- one <laughs> greater I, I than just, or equal to one, or does it yeah. mean greater than one? Madden, you need to fix your wording so people aren't confused. I think I think it's one. <laughs> I think it's one. What happens is the tackle for loss is um I think it's a broken broken thing in Madden. Um uh, especially for a dev story. I think they barely get it right in, in, in game when keeping track. But I also think with a dev story, I think you gotta focus on the sack or um uh, whatever other in you know, stuff it has or, you know, stuff like that. I think I just don't like tackle for loss. I don't trust the tackle for loss, if that makes sense. Yeah, so do you think Madden screwed him? Yeah, Madden screwed him. <laughs> now, do I think he should be awarded it without posting it in the chat? No. Well, he posted it. It's As posted in there. It. Yeah, it's no, posted in saying, there. I'm saying, do I think anybody should get do awarded I think anybody- it? Oh, if they didn't have... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I think um, when it comes, I'm I'm kind of on the side with JT when it comes to the in-game devs. You either get it or you don't. You either get it or you don't. Um, not really for going in and changing it. But if you want to, that's when the whole risk-reward comes in. I think showing your hand before a game is one of the most... Uh, I know a lot of people do it just to be safe, but it's also kind of a... Uh, ego move is like, you know, I'm showing my hand before this game that I'm going to this guy, especially offensively. Defensively, you I have guess to you could... show it before the game. That's the rule. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't like that. I, and I've expressed I, that I, I love it. JT and I, I think it's I dumb. love that rule. <laughs> I love that rule. I think because... as long as you have the screenshot from the league, you can, hang, you know, keep it in your pocket and go to JT after, well, or go to the Discord after. You gotta, it, you gotta see, remember. Real, but here's the thing: you you have to do it because the game's broken, okay? But when you get a dev, the game do, itself doesn't go. You don't get like your your defensive coordinator doesn't pop up. Hey, the 49ers have a superstar game for you know Trey Lance. This is what you got to do. They don't tell them, so why should I have to tell you? Because the game's broken. Well, in real life, well, when you watch well, NFL game yeah. day, they say this is a big game for Trey Lance today. If he wins this and throws for 300 yards and no interceptions, he will become a superstar. Yeah, but do you think coaches <laughs> no, I'm are joking. fucking that watching ESPN before I'm joking. the game? That did, I'm like, just saying that just happened you were kind of on to something because when people actually become a star or a superstar, there's 
you know, multiple events before that that kind of cement that they're a star or superstar. So, yeah, but this, if it was meant this, for the other team to know, then the well, other if, team would know. So before, uh, you know, Odell became Odell. You don't think people were like, yo, watch this kid. Like, I've been watching film. Watch out for this kid because he's filthy. Even though he's not making a lot of noise right now, he's filthy he, and he's he going to destroy it. He became Odell because of that catch against Dallas. First of all, I didn't want those comments. I was 100% joking with those comments. I didn't feel like that should have led anywhere. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, to use it, my own words against me. No, but that makes sense. <laughs> you whatever you say. But but that does happen in real life. They're like, hey, you know, this could be a big game. But it's like that's yes, that happens in real life. But like in the game, if it was meant for the other team to know that you have a dev story, then they would know. It's it's only meant in for real you. life. One game doesn't decide whether or not you become a star anyway. Yeah, exactly. well, but, that's, uh, that's <laughs> what we also decide. That's also what we decided when we said we should take out breakout games and just go by yearly stuff. Yeah, but people think it's just too much work to. Keep track of yearly stats and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. but I mean, if we want to be a sim league, if that's what it takes, then I get more commissioners, get guys to do certain things. They don't have to be commissioners, but get guys. Hey, these are stat trackers. These are what you. This is what you do. This is what you need to do. You'll get you know twenty content points at the end of the season. That, exactly. That's. I mean, you have to pay them. Become a fucking business. I don't. I don't know. But you got to do something to better the experience. Because I also I agree. I if we're gonna have abilities, we need to. We need to be responsible with them. We don't need 12 elusive backs that have Superstar X Factor with Tank and Joystick. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, going to the controversial one, and I wanted to get you guys' opinions on this. How do you guys feel about dramas in game dev story situation? If you guys don't know what happened, essentially he had a player in Troy Die who got – um, went from normal to star via his coordinators, but the game yeah. still gave him his dev opportunity to go from normal to star. So uh, he oh, passed man. that by, by going over that he had what three three tackles for loss, which is which would be which is, for superstar or X factor. Right. So he had three tackles for, for a loss, but the game <laughs> only gave him the dev from normal to star. Do you think he deserves to go up to a superstar? Based nope. off those three tackles for a yes. loss. Nope. Yes. That's yes. not what the dev game was for. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. When, when as did, long as we but know here's what the, thing. the parameters are No, but already, here's the thing. No, here's the thing, We already know though. what the parameters are, though. We know it what matter. it takes to... Right, you guys didn't let me ring... Ding, ding. You guys didn't let me ring the bell first before you started fighting. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> He was star... Or he was normal when he got the dev. That, that's, just, mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. Well, that's I, more I got, okay. So I got a I got a defensive line um, game play um, dev story the other day through DevGen. Interceptions isn't on there, but my D tackle got an interception. I think that's pretty superstar like. I didn't get a dev boost because it's not listed. But that's not the same thing. Yes, it that's is. That's not the same thing. That's I did a superstar thing. thing with my D tackle, and he should have got boosted. He did a superstar yeah. thing with his normal player. Why should he get superstar? His player's normal. His player should have already been a star, and that falls back on the commissioners. But, but would would he have still gotten that dev game if he was bumped up to star two weeks ago when coordinators came out? That's a fair is, point. Is, that's, that's a question because is, is there a different trigger? 
I think I think if you edit him like that, I don't think you'll get a dead story right away like that. So what we're we're coming to is it's the commissioner's fault. No, it's just you don't get it. That's just how it is. <laughs> no, it's the commissioner's it fault. That's what we're saying. I'm saying it's the commissioner's fault. They suck. That's fine, but it's drama. It just you know, good job. But it sucks enough. to suck, especially because you lost by fifty. <laughs> you lost by fifty at that, so I don't give a fuck about your dev story. You should have won the game. Maybe I'd have thought about it. But it's you're normal when you get the dev story. You go to so star, that's, that's that. That's, that's it's basically a wasted point. story. So I that's where I agree with you because you don't know if he would have got a dev story if he was already I, a star. Exactly. I think I think if you edit him. I don't think I think that I think it affects the triggering. It may not, but it may also. So yeah, it's too much gray area. Like I at first I was like yes, but since that point that that totally swung my perspective on it because who knows if he really would have had a dev story if he was already a star. So that's that's just a drama. If drama wants to be bad, so Neff admitting that his opinion could be swayed. Well, I I am I very <laughs> I am joking, very <laughs> I am very good at taking what facts I know and changing my opinion after I know the fact. Like Q was in chat yesterday about me not knowing him going into DMs and asking about trades. Now, maybe you did. Maybe you were offered absolutely nothing. You had first round picks. You didn't care for. You had this. You had that. Maybe you didn't offer enough to get uh, certain players or maybe you just didn't want certain players because they weren't fast they weren't madden they weren't uh mutt really they weren't mutt type of guys maybe though you didn't want those guys because they didn't really benefit your offense i get it like oh i was in dms like if if i'm wrong say hey look at these blah 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 this is why you're wrong and i'll be like all right i was wrong but if you're going to just say, you don't know all the facts, and I was in DMs, well, what DMs were you saying? Were you saying, hey, give me Keenan Allen for a sixth-round pick? Like, what? Like, why do you want Ke- – you're not going to get Keenan Allen for a sixth-round pick. Show me you are trying to actually get Keenan so that, That's how you should be. You should be able to change your opinion based off of facts. I think the, the only thing is the only downfall like I, or the downside, it's not a bad thing because, you know, he makes sure it goes to people that are being used, but – the thing is, the coordinator's coming out so late, and obviously there's so many edits. We have to do them week one because, or week four because that's when people shave the rosters down. Because you don't want but, your points that's, going that's to the people. That's the question. Should it be that late? Like, like I, okay, I so if you, I mean, if some you guys decide, if you I, decide to wait so you ensure that only your players go, then should you be rewarded? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's your that. risk. I wouldn't even do that. that. I make. I would make the deadline. You know. You know. You got to do it. It's coordinators. Coordinators are normally hired in the off season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it post draft, so that way you have your rookies. Because we've had guys. Okay. Yeah. Here's your corners. They get better in the preseason, but guess what? They still get cut. Mm-hmm. So you just do them right after the draft when the names are you know acclimated with their teams in the system, and then run it from there. And then you have all your edits and all your honestly. Here's, because here's it's so issue. many edits, you've got to edit 20 different players for so one here's, team. Mm-hmm. Here's the issue with, with that whole situation. Um, I guess not with coordinators. So uh, with coordinators, it's not really an issue at all. Because it's random. 
because it's random. Exactly. Yeah. There's training camps that are different. Yeah, There's training it's camps training you pick camp. them by hand. Yeah, training camps. That's okay. That, that's only, you're only doing three players at that, so that's not. Yeah. That, that's not bad. And you're picking. Well, so then again, I think the issues with training camps. So I think there aren't any. I think training camps run smooth. Yeah, training camps have no issues. I think it's fine. Uh, usually, people want to wait until tra- you know, uh, you know, they know the the roster and who's going to be a certain dev. Like you draft two linebackers, both at like sixty eight, sixty nine, or right. around the same overall, and you're like, I'm going to cut one and I'm going to keep one. Um, but if you do that, do you feel like you shouldn't then be like, how come mine's the last? How come you know what I mean? Because it's going in yeah. order. It should go in but order if like- who submits it. But I, I feel it should like go in order. You're 110%. still, you shouldn't be able to choose and pick. It should go in the order that it goes into the chat. You shouldn't be able to. I'm gonna. Well, the only time it should be, you know, different is when two commissioners are tackling a certain thing. Like if somebody's doing a tribute request. Oh, I I'll thought that's how it did top. go. You you go from uh, where we left off last, and I'll go from you know the last the one bottom. that was posted. Yeah. Exactly. I thought that's so how that's, it did go when only one person did it, though. Don't you just take over where the guy left off? That's how it should be. But I've noticed that people will jump around. Some um, people do certain just, stuff. But I mean, yeah. unless it depends. Now, if, it, if this is a, a dev upgrade or re-roll or something like that, obviously you jump around, you do those so people can play their games. Yeah. But when it comes to entry requests, obviously you – I thought that they always went in order. I don't pay attention to how they do them. Obviously you guys do content and – you know, request stuff, so you... Well, I, I've noticed that with I thought always coordinators in training camps, mainly, not as well, much... Coordinators in uh, training camps, I know they were trying to do that for people's games, because obviously, if if you have a guy playing on Tuesday, and he's at the bottom of the list, and you got a guy yeah. playing Thursday, you're going to do the guy for Tuesday, so he can get his stuff before his game. Mm-hmm. You could do the Thursday guy Wednesday night. So yeah, that I makes haven't sense. noticed that But attribute requests, that's play. different. Yeah, coordinators and train camp, it's okay. Attribute requests, you should be going in order. Mm-hmm. Oh, I attribute haven't... requests are in order unless it's like, like Neff was saying, like say two people are working on attribute requests. Yeah, one might start at the bottom, one, one might start at the top, the and then meet in the middle. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah, and then if two, uh, just just uh, heads up, if two commissioners are doing a tribute request, make it a show. Talk, go into party with each other and, you know, talk about PML while you're doing a tribute request. You'll be able to tell them, hey, listen, I just finished here. And you'll be like, yeah, I finished here, so we're all done and stuff like that. I feel like, so, so obviously, um, we do owners meetings after the season. Do you think stuff like that should be brought up during season? Training camps and coordinators and stuff like, do you think those... Should be like, I think we or should at least have we a, should have a tab that we can mark stuff down so we can come back to it later. Exactly. Because That's he's like, oh, we'll go say. find it in chat. I'm like, dude, we have thousands of messages a day. You know, you type keywords, you, it's still hard to find stuff. But I feel mm. like we're asking, okay, um, I feel like there should, we should, if it's, I don't know, I feel like we should be able to vote for stuff during the season. Like, um, mm. I just went to him today. We got approved in the off season that. Normal and star players can be moved uh, position-wise after week two, because obviously our deadline's week two. After that, it'll cost content points. And I want to yeah. move Quan Alexander to outside linebacker if he's a superstar. So yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, if I apply for the reroll, 30 points, can I just leave him an outside linebacker because that's where I want to do I want to move his position. 
and he sends me a screenshot, says, oh, re-roll, you know, if you put him here, you have to put him back immediately. Basically telling me no. I'm like, but we but can you, do there, normal to star. Hold on. But I said, we could do normal to star. And he goes, yeah. I'm like, but I'm paying triple the price. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. Why are we allowing to move them, but not these guys, if I'm paying triple the price? And everything basically comes down to policing everything. But for my Madden, my Madden tracks that for you. It tracks when superstars get moved. So it's like, it, you're not, you don't really have to police the superstars. You just have to take my points and let me move my guy. So here's my counter to that. We have a superstar slash superstar X factor position yes, change. But that request. cuts off at week one. You can't even you can't even go and look at it. It just says this is you can only do this Why between can't... preseason week one and regular season week one. It's the same thing if you don't have enough points. Like if you don't have seventy five points, you go look at customize abilities, it says you need seventy five points to access this, you know, you can't see anything unless you have that amount of points. And that's something I, I thought about uh, last season because I wanted to move Eric Homstead to defensive tackle. If you're spending the points anyway to move somebody uh, that's a superstar, superstar X factor, why can't you move it past week two? Why can't you that's move it whenever? Like, you're already that's spending why I think if a, we approve, a ton of points. We approve normal to star. Why don't we just approve all players? Because, yeah. I mean, ultimately, we know why we can't do it because it allows. Um, if it messes with the devs game, it's easier to do this and get a dev for this guy. You know, moving linebackers to DM to get sacked and everything like that. So, I mean, if you did it, you'd have to make it more expensive. I mean, I would be like, changing them around. Yeah. You got to gotta pay 10 points to move a normal guy. I'm paying 30 to move a superstar. I feel like that should be okay if we're allowing to move players anyway. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe make it if you if you're worried about that, maybe make it forty, like which is more than the reroll. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but then, this is also a thing where I think we should vote, be able to vote during the season, bring it up to JT's attention. He could put it in the announcements. Hey, someone said, you know, they suggested since we can move these guys, we should go to move superstars. You know, yes or no, and just go from there. All right. So, I think the thought in a nutshell, just so it's not a bunch of rapid changes. Yeah, I think exactly. that's but it still costs points. So yes, I right. agree, but at the same time, it costs points. Not everyone's got the points to move all guys like that. Who's no, I, mean, I agree that it could be something that definitely could get approved. I'm just saying, I think that's why it just, everything's held until the offseason specifically. Yeah. But, well, um, J- and I know JT's always on top of like guys trying to hack devs and stuff and Cheaper contracts and stuff like that by mm-hmm. moving positions. Well, if you take so. HD's plan and just get rid of all that, you know, <laughs> get rid That's of abilities. You know, so, so, so my, uh, I could save the league on it. I HD <laughs> for president. HD, <laughs> this is where the overthrow of JT starts. Right. right here. Listen, um, I, tried, I, I tried to become the commissioner, but he said I, I'd have to cool down on the trolling. So I gave him a frowny face, and that was the end of that. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. Stop calling too people much pussies every, to be every fair, other day. I think, listen, <laughs> I think the vibe that I got was JT wouldn't mind it, but I think he likes me be trolling more. So it's like I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, you're good. For, you're good for the league. Um, you you could be a side commissioner, kind of like I am. He'll just hit your DMs and ask you your opinion on something, <laughs> and then you know move on, move into the night, and uh, talk to his other commissioners about it. Um, but. With that whole situation, I don't believe we should vote during, like Deloitte said, I think it's changing too much in the short, you know, in a quick, you know, overthinking it too quick and stuff like that. Um, 
but I do agree with major things like minuscule stuff like that content points, change of positions. That's minuscule. We could do that in the off season. If it's something major, like game that has, breaking or yeah, something, yeah, game breaking or something that really affects, uh, you know, something like affects teams and stuff like that. Um, like, you know, let's say our league for some reason had, you know, bench players that were low eighties and you had your thing set up at 80 and you're like, listen, I got all these bench players at 80. We should increase it to 85. Um, and you got all these teams that are struggling with cap, struggling with this, struggling with that, and they need to shed some guys. Like, then I could say maybe we vote on, should we raise it to 85? Uh, because you know, X and X and X and Y and Z and all that. Um, but that makes sense. Just small. I don't know. I just, I agree. But we're okay. So, what do we have? We're, we're almost at an hour. I wanted to mention one thing real quick since we're talking about rules. I guess it'd be like the last thing. So, A Rive, when we played our game, was up by 29. Okay. Mm-hmm. The rule says 28. He still had Joe Mixon in. He, he had all the starters in. You should get to, a suspension. Yes. But what? You should get a suspension. Is that, is that like, that was my question. Like, is it just flat out? If they're in the game, they're like, they're in the game. Because he's like, oh, well, then he's like, I, he's like, I laid down. I showed, I showed sportsmanship, but I'm like, that. Doesn't matter. The rule says if they're in the game, period, taking snaps. I don't care. I don't care if it's a QB kneel. They're in the game. You know what I mean? That's basically what the rule says. Do you think? Well, obviously, you know, A Rod think or Nefarious thinks that he should get suspended. I do as well because he was actually running the ball and stuff with his starters. Yeah. What do you think? If you're like? being petty and it's like you said, oh, QB nail, and he's going to start in for a QB nail. I think that's being petty and it's too much. Uh, but the but rule when just states actually, if they're in in the game like it doesn't say anything else it just says if starters are in the game up i think it, i might suspended. be i think it might be whatever you feel like like i feel like it should be a, it should be like context behind it but i also feel like if you break the rule you know what i mean it's almost like in real life like you could decide you if you want to prosecute or not yeah. like if you want to prosecute i feel like it should be enforced because it yeah, is exactly. a rule you know what yeah, i mean right. but i and feel like it should saying. be that's up what I was saying to, to him that's what I was saying. Yeah. He was running the ball with Joe Mixon. I'm like, all right, like, enjoy it. But, like, he's not going to be there next week. And he's like, oh, I should have ran it in and scored. You know, I showed sportsmanship. I laid down. And I'm like, I'm sitting there family. Yeah, I get that. But my only response, I'm just like, I'm not going to argue with him. I'm just like, he was in the game. You were up 29 points. That's your own fault. My thing is, and I did make rule. a point. This isn't his first term. He gets players suspended every season. So He, he just had four suspended to start the year. Yeah, so Joe Mixon the... was actually one of them. So here's what I got for A Rod. Like, A Rod's gonna listen. Um, is it egregious? And you know, is it you know you should get a suspension? No. Um, but we vote as a league. We made the rule. Everybody has to is. follow. Everybody mm-hmm. has to follow every rule. It, it, I think it, it's like the burn situation, right? I know. Like, I know. Yeah. Do we agree it. with it? No. But if it's no. a rule, we got to either it's vote to get rid of that rule and, or change that rule. But in chat, I don't know if JT responded. Mally even asked, he's like, yo, he's like, what are the lines to this? Because, um, you know, I, I, when I said, you know, you had Joe Mixon and Sia, he's like, what are the rules, though? It's like, it doesn't matter if he nailed it or not. Rule says if you're in, you're in. You're out. Basically, you're suspended. So I don't think anybody is. Are you, 
Are you suspending Joe Mixon because he ran the ball with him? Are you yeah. going to suspend his quarterback? Are you going to suspend his best player? You know what I yeah, mean? How, now, who gets suspended? All, suspend all three of them, opponent. whoever's in the game? Yeah. Do you suspend yeah, the starters that are in the game? Like, at what point? Because, again, this has been a big problem for us. So you just do you suspend his quarterback, his running back, and his wide receiver because they were all in the game? Is that how it is? You can't, you you can't suspend one? everybody, that's for sure. You can't, you can't be Why like, not? oh, you spend, suspend all the starters. Well, no. obviously you're not going you to – but it, it's a skill position, I think. So yeah. you can't suspend the D-line and stuff. Like, you can suspend his entire offense, basically, his starters. I, I think as a there, – There needs there to be more lines to, to it. So if he has a uh, – you get a player suspended, um, you can either choose the best player on whatever side of the ball or you could bring a list of players, skilled position players, to, you know, A-Rod and be like, listen, pick a name out of these five. Uh, Joe Mixon, um, who else? I don't think I think. would let that player – I wouldn't let that player pick who they want out. I'd let the guy that got – like, I would have him take – Maybe if you took the list, say to me, since it was against me, and let me pick what player he loses. Because obviously, no one's going to pick their quarterback. No one's yeah. going to pick their starting running back. They're going to yeah. take the wide receiver. I don't care. That yeah, five exactly. Minutes. All right. Yeah, I get, I get that point. So it's like, I don't know. It doesn't it's say be, specifically. That's why. On, honestly, it's going to be interested, interesting because it is a new rule. It's a new rule. So, But it, also, how does this work? Do I have to go into the SIM score and submit it? Because. We know sim scores aren't looked at immediately. So do no, I, I don't think it, I don't. I think like hey, it, he had starters. I in, think you, you have to bring this. it up to it's a, it's a, the commissioner it's, it's, JT's opinion. Like bring you know it up. I mean, to how, do you, how do you go yeah. about that? Because we know sim scores aren't looked at unless they're crazy, crazy hit. He's already said that unless you're like really hit for some sort, it doesn't get looked at. We should have so like a, a, a ticket a system, like submit a ticket. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a double. I think it's a double thing. I think you you should submit the sim score and then you just you know you bring it to the attention of the commissioner. It's like you you do the sim score just because you want to make sure it reflects on his sim score, but then also you flip on the other side and make sure you bring it to the attention of JT or commissioner that this happened. And since it's a new rule, I don't know the guidelines on a new rule. You might get surprised tomorrow, and JT says. First time's a warning. Second time you get a player suspension. Like and that I, whole CPU thing. I was I was going to say, I mean, I think we're all old enough. We all understand. And, you know, we played the game long enough. I think warnings are out the window. Yeah, you know but I mean? that's... Especially as the first guy. As the first guy. And it sucks that it's A-Rod because we all love A-Rod. But it's like you... <laughs> you I think, said that loosely. I think, I think you need to be made as the example. Yeah. So it doesn't happen. First guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, does he just go suspend three starters on his offense? Like, hey, yeah, this exactly. is what's going to happen. Like, Bacon lost six devs when he got caught tanking as the first guy. Have we had guys tank since? Yes, nothing's happened. But I think it's slowed down for sure because we had four guys tanking that year. And once JT threw shit out there like threats, they stopped. So I give Bacon props for, you know, following through. You know, good for him. But, you know. I feel like this is where you need to hit him the hardest and make an example out of it. And I, I agree. Um, I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's, but then again, it's whatever it, uh, you know JT decides on because we vote for the rule, but he decides on the wording and the uh, penalties for the rule. 
It, right. We don't and, go on. And JT's very good, under. though. He's very good at pulling up the rule and going by it word by word. So it's like, even if he yeah. does something in an A-Rod question, he like, a, he's, just, he's literally going to screenshot the, the wording and just send it to you. Like, if he's in the game, that's that. Exactly. He's, he, he's got his lawyer writing up, writing up all the parameters. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how a rule should be, just because when you have so many – if you have a bunch of gray areas – then you have to make you know exceptions for everybody. Gotta, yeah, then you got to write more. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, right and then this, if you start having that? if you start having exceptions for everybody, then it just becomes a you know a favorites thing. Like, oh, I'm cool with him, or I like him, yeah. or whatever. And you start letting things slide. But um, like I said, in terms of like it actually being a force, I think it should be up to the other player to decide if they bring a it to the commissioner. To yeah, like it should be up to like it happened to you. You should be the one yeah. that goes to the commissioner, be like, hey, this is what happened. I don't, you know, instead of like everybody babysitting every, every single game, and then you bring it up that way, then they'll, you know, discuss. So as, figure since, out what to do from there. Since you guys are like, you guys have been commissioners, I want to ask: Is there like a, um, I don't want to say a jury, but like, is there like a punishment committee that like decides punishment, or does JT come up with his own shit and that's what it is? Like, will he come to you and be like, "Hey"? Um, HD moved Quan Alexander outside linebacker, didn't move him back. He's got abilities, so he re-rolled him. I'm giving him eight-game suspension. Or is he like, hey, what do you guys think we should do with him? How does that work? I haven't been around a suspension yet. I just, <laughs> I just, got, <laughs> I just got here. Yeah, um, and Chris is busy, so he's made such no big deal. But I was just curious if you had any, like, idea of how any of that all I worked would, out. Yeah, I would, I, I, some people come to the commissioners and, and everybody will talk about it. That's what I would assume. But I'm, I guess it depends on what it is. I don't know. So what JT does is what you say when somebody breaks a rule and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like how does he decide suspensions? Like do you guys as a unit decide or is he like, hey, I'm doing this. Does anyone object? Uh, it depends if there's gray area. If it's a rule where it's strictly got wording and you break it, then he, he just takes it in on his own hands. He might ask us how bad the penalty should be. He might bring it up to the commission, like, what should he get for breaking this rule? Um, I there's, be part there's, of that there's, there's certain situations where he's, you know, just said, um, you know, look at the film, say, see if it's really as bad as this guy's saying. Uh, my opinion on it is X. I want your opinion on it. Like, he, he's very good at also taking himself out of the situation or uh, keeping it his own, uh, I make the rules, dictatorship. Yeah. You like, know, none of that. People it's are trying to throw way. him out there to be. Yeah, see, I just, I don't even want to be commissioner. I just want to be part of giving You just want to hand out the max sentences. Yeah. I, no, not max. <laughs> not max. But I do want to be part of like, give him the guillotine. <laughs> I do want to be part of punishments and whatnot. I've even gone to him before and be like, yo, this dude should get this, this, and this. This guy should die. This guy should be booted. <laughs> he should die. Off with his head. Just completely <laughs> kill him. <laughs> so, I don't know. I was just curious how that went, but um, looks like we're a little yeah. past an hour, so. Yeah, I'm, and I got, I'm doing work right now because he just came back, so I got, I got a little yeah, bit of business to handle. Uh, but that's pretty much going to do it for us. Everybody at PML, have a great day. Deloitte, thank you. You for coming on hd as always thank you um great show once again uh but you know we'll be back at it tomorrow hopefully something with some more uh gossip some more stuff from pml uh but everybody at pml have a great day
and that's going to do it for us.